0: Welcome to The Rhythm Reset. This is founder and head coach, Alexis Greco, and I'm so excited that you are here, y'all. It is module 15, and we are talking about money, honey. We are talking about money. Now, remember, within this program, we dive deep into the three main components of creating your rhythm, and that is personal development, home and business management, and organization and planning. And by the time you have completed this program, you will, have give, you will have the skills necessary to successfully create your own rhythm within your home and your business. So yes, we are talking about money. And so you know I must give you this disclaimer. I am not a financial advisor. I am not professionally trained in finances. And our lesson this week, our module includes my personal financial experience, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So get ready. I will be teaching activities and strategies that worked for me, and I hope that can support your financial journey as well. But when it comes to your finances, I encourage you to go to your CPA, go to your accountant, and rely on what they have to tell you for your financial journey. All right, I would love to know, what is one of the main things you struggle with when it comes to business finances? What's one of the main things you struggle with? And before we jump into anything specific about here's how you can flourish in your finances, I wanna share my financial story with you. And not the abbreviated version, but the behind the scenes. Why? Why is that even important? Because I believe that when you bring something that can feel shameful to light, it begins to lose its shame. And for many, many, many years, finances felt shameful to me. They were not something we talked about. I acted as if everything was fine, and it was causing massive strain on very important relationships in my life. So I also want to share with you that this is my personal story with the company that I was a part of. And many of you know I was with Mary Kay Cosmetics and at the time of this recording, I'm still a consultant who services her customers when they need to reorder products. In fact, you may not even know that because it's not my forward-facing business, but I spent almost 15 years developing a customer base, and so when they need to reorder, they thankfully come to me. I do wanna make it very, very clear that this financial story is mine. This is not a reflection of Mary Kay Corporate in any shape or form. And I'm so grateful for my story because as painful as it was, it has brought me to the place where I am today. So we're going to dive in. My story is that I started my Mary Kay business when I was 18, around 2006. 2008, I was about 20 years old and I wanted to go into leadership. So for 10 years, from 2006 to 2016, without looking at tax records, I can honestly not tell you how much money I made. And let me confirm to you. Let me be sure. It is not because I was making so much money that I didn't know what to do with it, right? I firmly believe that running your own business, starting in network marketing, it truly can allow you to elevate your gifts. And it could reveal any weaknesses that you may have been unaware of about yourself before. And what a gift that is. What a gift that... You get to do something with your life that gives you the opportunity to run in your strengths and an opportunity to strengthen your weaknesses. So starting in high school, I made good money for being 18, 19 years old. I was either working full-time in our family business or I was working two part-time jobs in retail and the restaurant industry. I have never been afraid of hard work, but I never learned the right skills to manage money. And my mindset in high school and before I got married was if I made $500 a week, I have $500 a week to spend. Now, I was never behind on rent. I had never taken out a credit card. I always just made it work. Now, as I started my business, I got really excited about the carrot that was hanging in front of me. And so my financial illiteracy turned from make $500 this week so I can spend $500 this week to sell $500 this week so I can order $500 of product this week. Does anyone feel me? I will never forget. I will never forget the time I went on target for my first car. And to reach that, my team had to do about 5,000 wholesale in a month and we did it. I think I personally contributed around 3,000 that month and I was sitting in the office of our apartment. I remember it like it was yesterday, and I opened my bank account on the 15th of the month, and I was payday. Commissions came through on the 15th, and my commission was $650. I had never, ever had a check that high. Maybe like $100, never $650. And I will never forget it, sitting in that room, looking at that direct deposit, realizing I was so far negative in my business checking account that that $650 deposit only made a dent. I probably was seven, $800 in the red in my business checking account. So while that 650 looked great on paper and I was celebrated for it at our meetings, it was only salt to an open wound and thus began and continued my tumultuous relationship with finances now before i be- before i continue please let me affirm again my negative financial decisions were not because mary kay corporate asked me to make them i am a grown woman and at the end of the day i made the decisions and i chose what i did i am however revealing so much of my story with you because I have a feeling that many of you may have similar stories or know someone who does. And as I shared before, one of the ways to no longer feel shame over something is to shed light on it. And so today I'm shedding light on the financial history of my business in hopes that it gives you courage to do the same and to know that you are not alone and you are not too far gone. Fast forward to January 19th, 2016. I was a director at that point. My oldest son was two and a half. I finally made it to director, which is a leadership position after four times through qualification and more on that in a minute. If you were to look at a picture of January 19th, 2016, you'll see a packed house at a weekly meeting. And you know it was normal to show up to these events where I had five to six team members, five to six guests, I was doing everything right except my finances, and in that month of January, I never ended up making our minimum production, meaning I did not have enough to produce to stay at that position. Next month, February 2016, I traveled from North Carolina to Florida, six months pregnant with my second child. We hadn't made production that previous month in January, and we were nowhere near on track to make it this month either. So I figured if I could make it work to attend a conference with top leaders, something would click and I would figure it out. I was desperate. So my mom and I went and I sat at the feet of three to four of the top 10 nationwide leaders and internally I was feeling so frantic. I was searching for ways to meet production and I became so desperate, I started researching credit cards. To interject right here in my story, there are several beliefs about credit cards And to be clear, my intent at this point was not to build my credit or to use the free miles, but it was to desperately save my team. And I was willing to do whatever it took. Now, I'm not sure if this resonates with anyone, but I was a leader. I was a winner. I was not a failure. And I was for sure not going to lose my leadership position just because we weren't meeting production. In my mind, I just needed to catch a break. Have a breath. I just needed to lend me, someone lend me a financial arm. March, 2016, enter the final four, the last four months of our fiscal year. This is when the cream rises to the top. This is when the leaders emerge. And by golly, I was a leader. I just didn't have the team to prove it. I had taken a picture that night of February, 2016 as the clock turned to March 1st. And I was smiling, celebrating our team. But what you don't see in that picture is the night prior. I was able to find two credit cards online that gave me instant funds. And I, quote, saved my team. I saved my leadership position. Was I on target for every company promotion? You better believe it. But now, behind the scenes, I was a few thousand dollars in credit card debt and no steady commission checks or sales to pay it back. July 2016, I had just had our second baby. Things were growing great on the outside. I stood in front of crowds of people, led meetings, signed new team members. I never, ever tricked or persuaded anyone into ordering or even asked people to order. Internally, I knew I didn't want them to be where I was. And I was the face of our team. I was the face of the top 2% of our company. So I did what I needed to do to keep the charade up. I don't have an exact number, but I was probably six to $7,000 in credit card debt at this time. Barely making minimum payments. September 2016. I was showing up for my team, showing up on social media. I thought I was doing everything right. Put up my goal posters for my next promotion. Had a list of activities that I needed to complete throughout the month to keep my team on track. Yet I was suffocating financially. February 2017, we had just finished our second anniversary as a unit. We finished 24 hours before the month ended. In our first apartment, we had just had one baby, so I threw a picture up on social media of a throwback to that day. But what you don't see behind the picture is it was our fourth time through qualifications, and we had exhausted everything and everyone. So, how did we finish? $800 on a credit card. And I remember sitting on the steps of our apartment asking my husband if it was worth it. We have gone through four rounds. We were so close. And when I say I exhausted all options, I had. And I figured, well, this is what leaders do. We figure it out. We put our big bro on. And so I did. And I moved forward. Fast forward to September 2017. I took a picture celebrating our team. And just a day or so later my life would turn upside down into a chaos I had never known before. What I haven't told you up until this point was by now, I had just crossed $11,000 in credit card debt, and here's the kicker. My husband had no idea. No idea, not even a hint, and I couldn't take it anymore. The pressure was too much. Before I told my husband what I had done, I called corporate and I stepped down from my leadership position without even telling my husband. That obligation to continue meeting production was something I knew I was not able to do. We had just bought a home, our first home, and we were 30 days out from being completed. We were living at my parents' house and I remember sitting at my dad's desk making that, making that call to corporate to step down. I sat in my dad's big desk chair, and I looked out the second-story window of his home office, and I felt numb. It was like my lips were moving, but my body was standing still. I was numb. Later that day, I told my husband what I had done, and then the healing process began. You know the saying, the darkest point is before the dawn? Well, I had never felt such darkness in our seven years of marriage I had betrayed my husband, I was fake to those around me, and I couldn't take the pressure anymore. As you can imagine, this was not a great time in our marriage, and I agreed I would sell off everything I had in stock, because that was thousands and thousands more than if I had sold the product back to the company. Fast forward to June. Let's look at what it looked like on the outside to social media amidst all of this chaos. It looked like things were incredible. You saw me doing this new innovative style of online parties. This was before COVID, but in reality, it was me saving my marriage. I was giving away free stuff to get people on live to buy more product with me. I needed to sell product, and I needed to sell a lot of it fast. I ended up selling enough product to pay off our debt, and it was something I was doing to save my marriage. I refused to live under the financial burden anymore. So why do I share all of this with you? Because it's the truth. And if you've ever been in a similar situation or maybe you're in one now, I want you to know that you're not alone. Now I'll continue the rest of my story in our next module, but I wanted to share those details with you and we'll continue to go through some ways that you can avoid potential pitfalls like I had in future modules, but just know you are not alone and you are not too far gone. When you submit questions in the Q&A, remember there is an option to submit anonymously and you are more than welcome to do that if you have any financial questions. You can drop questions, you can drop feedback there. In closing today, I just want to remind you that one of the biggest ways that you can cheer this program on, you can show your appreciation, is to share what you're learning on social media. With that, we have reached the end of the module. Remember, y'all know what I'm going to say. We are leaders. And leadership is a blend of character and strategy. People want what you have to offer, my friend. And now is not the time to back down. As we enter the online marketplace today, we commit to be others-focused. We commit to challenge the norm. We provide excellence in the mundane, and we go one more. We believe that character matters. We welcome the pivots. And we know that profit is good and profit used for good is better. As you go throughout your day, fear not. Look for the big mo, and remember, we choose family over business. And as we say here in the South, y'all have a great day.